0: Good morning, I'm Anna Marie, and it's time again for Focus. Our guest today is Audrey Williams. Welcome Thanks from for having me. the American Cancer Society. So, uh, we're going to talk about a couple of categories at the American Cancer Society that you are in charge of.
1: So, uh, I work with our development team for all of Middle Tennessee, but in particular, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, mm-hmm. some big things we've got going on uh, include Real Men Wear Pink and our Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. So it is our 20th anniversary walk. We are so excited to be celebrating that milestone. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year with COVID, you know, we had a virtual event. Um, So we're excited to be planning an in-person event once again at Nissan Stadium. Of course, we've got some COVID protocols and language and safety measures. And if people are are uncomfortable or if it's safer for them to walk in their neighborhood that day, we definitely encourage that. But we are excited to be bringing people back together, you know, survivors as they're comfortable to be bringing them back together once again and creating a sea of pink in downtown Nashville and celebrating this huge milestone.
0: Why is it important to try and get people together? What difference does that make, whether it's virtual or whether we're actually all together in one place? Sure.
1: So, especially with survivors, that that camaraderie, mm-hmm. that um, you know, you you know people that have been in a similar hard situation, but then for family and friends that have seen a loved one go, go through breast cancer, um, you know, it's it's a healing time for them. Um, they want to make sure other people don't have to go through a similar disease. So, if there's something small. That That they can do if it's going out to a walk on a Saturday morning and donating some money to help with research so another family doesn't have to feel that pain that they've probably been through. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a way for them to do that in our community.
0: And I notice a lot of times because we've been involved with this event for years and years and years. So I notice a lot of times it's kind of like a family reunion. Right. People see each other uh, for the first time all year. And it's, there are lots of hugs, lots of, uh, you know, how are you doing now? How's the family? What's going on with you? Lots of updates. And when the prognosis is good or bad. They're there to share that with each other.
1: Absolutely. They, they can lean on each other. They want to know how somebody has been doing. And there's so many new survivors that are coming or newly diagnosed people. Yeah. They don't know where to turn. And all of a sudden, they've got this support system, these people, you know, wrapping them in their arms. And they know they're not alone anymore. Because, you know, if you're going through a diagnosis, you lean on your family and your friends. But somebody that's gone through it and knows what that radiation is like, knows what it feels like to go through chemotherapy, it's, it's a totally healing experience for so many people.
0: Mm-hmm. Because often family and friends don't know where to turn. Often family and friends haven't been there personally. And as much love and support as they can give you, they haven't had that experience as the people that you're going to meet at Making Strides.
1: Sure. You can definitely feel like you're on an island sometime with a diagnosis like this. And so when, when you come together and know so many other people have been touched by something similar, mm-hmm. um, it, it can be a beautiful thing.
0: So tell us the specifics, Audrey, about this year's Making Strides and what we should be doing right now to get ready.
1: It is time to get registered and um, start some fundraising if you're interested in doing that. We, we love our, our fundraising teams. But get registered. We're encouraging everybody to register this year. A lot of times people just come out to the event. But due to COVID, we've got some specific language we need people to hear. There won't be a registration tent at the event. Mm-hmm. So, go to slash Nashville TN. Get registered now. Get registered today. So that way you can be in the communication loop and you won't have to worry about, you know, we'll have some QR codes for registration day of, but we really want you to get registered ahead of time. Get in that communication loop. And then, day of, on Saturday, October 23rd, it will be at Nissan Stadium. If you've been in the past couple of years, we're really excited. Just a small change, but we're, we're moving it to the other side of Nissan Stadium. So we'll have the river uh, view and we'll have the city view in the background. So excited to have just a, a little bit of a change up in location. We'll still have a survivor tent um, As socially distanced as possible We'll have some food there We'll have some great music Provided by y'all And it's just going to be A great morning um, Still that sea of pink um, We'll have the big pink chair And some photo ops So get registered um, Start your fundraising You know, you can do something Really small Have a bake sale at work Or, um, you know, just connect Your your Facebook fundraiser And ask people for donations um, and, and make sure you tell them Why you're getting involved uh, We're going to hit a really big milestone here soon we did the math and we're about to raise 10 million dollars through nashville strides any day now so we want everybody to be a part of these huge milestones this year
0: very good and what was that website to get registered again
1: sure makingstrideswalk.org slash nashville tn
0: That's kind of a mouthful, so we will also post that link on our Focus Facebook page. So you can get signed up, makingstrideswalk.org slash Nashville TN. And we'll repeat that a little bit later as well. I like the fact that you said if people feel more comfortable walking in their own neighborhoods, because I don't think I'd ever even considered that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We did this last year and especially this year. Walk where you're most comfortable. If you want to come out there that day, um, especially look at our COVID language on our website. We're asking people to be vaccinated or get a test. But so many people are immunocompromised. Our, our survivors yeah. are so. If if it's safest for you, if you talk to your doctor and it makes um, it doesn't make sense for you to go into a big crowd, we certainly understand walk in your neighborhood that day. We also across the country with making strides against breast cancer, have something this year called just a virtual strides three times during the month of October, there'll be a virtual strides program. So you can uh, you know, pop in your earbuds and take a walk and listen to that um, as they present that program virtually. Um, so it's going to be on the Sundays in October and all that information is, is on that makingstrides.org website. But, you know, if, if you choose to walk on that Sunday or, or walk on that Saturday, get out there, enjoy the walk, you know, get healthy, um, and then, you know, take a picture and, and use a hashtag Making Strides Nashville so we can, you know, celebrate with you and stride right along, right alongside you virtually. If you're just joining us, our guest is
0: Audrey Williams, and we're talking about making strides and the ways... It's been tweaked a little bit to make sure that everybody can participate. Now, you talk about the Making Strides program that we can listen to. What is that? Is that somebody going like, "Come on, you can do it"? <gasps> like,
1: we're with you. What is what would that be? It's called Strides on the Go. So you'll you'll hear from different people across the country. You'll hear from from survivors. Um, just you know, go for a walk. You know, listen to it virtually. And so it's kind of like being at a Making Strides, but in a healthy, safe environment wherever you want to tune in from and you'll hear lots of different things to keep you pumped up and keep you inspired in in the fight against breast cancer that's
0: awesome i'm looking forward to hearing it can i just go hear it now or do you have to wait until those specific days
1: yep Um, you'll have there'll be three specific days in october that you can um, get the link and you can tune in um, right when they're broadcasting it. okay gotcha okay
0: so start our fundraiser walk in our neighborhoods if we feel safer that way just raise money Or just show up, but keep in mind that there are COVID protocols going on at Nissan Stadium.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Head to uh, makingstrideswalk.org slash Nashville TN. Take a look at our COVID protocols. Um, If you're comfortable and and you can do it in a safe way, come join us. Walk with us on Saturday, October 23rd. We've got a a tweaked uh, walk route this year as well. We're going to have some music uh, stops along the way. So it should be a a great walk. But of course, we want you to be um, safe. So if it's, you know, walking where you are in your neighborhood that weekend, or tuning into Strides on the Go on that Sunday Just join us in the fight um, against breast cancer, however you can this month. What time of day is the walk? We will start at Nissan Stadium. The activities at 7 a.m. on Saturday, the 23rd, and the walk will start at 8 a.m. Another safety uh, measure this year, we will do a staggered start. So it'll be dependent on your team name or your last name if you're registered as a participant. We'll be spreading people out just to give everybody a little more space and and safe breathing room.
0: Yeah, because we usually have big crowds, lots of people who want to participate in this. Absolutely. One of the things that it's most inspiring to see at Making Strides tends to be the survivors, and we get to hear survivor stories. And we have some featured survivors this year.
1: Absolutely. We've got our Faces of Hope. Um, We've had them the past few years. So we've got seven women representing you know different ages different races different type of diagnose different type of treatment and they are serving as the face for a community of breast cancer so throughout this month they'll have different opportunities to share their story and each one of them has an awareness piece that they want to get across whether uh, it's early detection at an early age they got diagnosed maybe it's you know family history maybe it's you know they it was time for them to get their mammogram and they just didn't want to do it and finally they were called to go get their mammogram and that's when it was found and they were lucky enough that it was found early mm-hmm. so don't put off getting your mammogram be aware of your own breast health and you know even at an early age you just need to be talking to your doctor about any concerns you have knowing your body and being your best advocate but then going to cancer.org male or female and checking out our cancer early detection guidelines mm-hmm. and and you know following that to as close as, as you can
0: and that's what our survivors this year will be talking about things like that
1: Yeah. And how
0: it's affected their lives and their survival.
1: Yeah. And and just reminding other um, not just not just women, but men to reminding them uh, of the importance of that early detection and being your own advocate. They've all got their own story to share Mm -hmm. um, and all something unique and special about their journey Mm -hmm. that we want the community to know about. Are we making progress in the numbers as
0: far as survivors are concerned?
1: We are making strides. (laughs) Yeah. So unfortunately, one in eight women will still be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. Um, The good news is we're finding it earlier when it's easier to treat. We've got better treatment options with fewer side effects. The next big difference that we need to make in the fight against breast cancer is when it comes to health equity. The color of your skin, how much money you make, where you live should not determine whether you live or die from a cancer diagnosis. And it's not just breast cancer, but um, African-American women are diagnosed less frequently than white women, but they die more frequently than white women. So we've got to get to the, that population Make sure they are aware of of mammograms and have um, the you know the health insurance and everything that goes into a cancer diagnosis to you know create some health equity um, in all types of cancers, not just breast cancer.
0: And health equity, what does that mean specifically?
1: So there's there's lots of determining factors um, that all people are able to be treated equally. So a lot of that goes into health equity is you know. In rural communities, you don't have quite the access that you would have in a big city. If I'm low income, I might not have the health insurance or I might not be able to pay um, my co So I don't go get that mm-hmm. that cancer screening that I need to. Right. Um, or you're just in a community where it's not reminded or talked about to go get your um, skin cancer screening or your mammogram. There's other things that are more important to you, like putting food on the table. So just creating some equality in our healthcare system. And when it comes to, you know, your cancer diagnosis and and your health overall and your outcome. Absolutely. Is there anything else, Audrey, that we need to
0: add that I've neglected to ask you about uh, making strides against breast cancer or uh, about cancer that you feel is important to add?
1: be your own advocate when it comes to your body. Talk to your doctor about um, early detection, know what those, those screenings are and getting them scheduled. Don't wait. So many people, especially during COVID um, did not go get their c- cancer screenings, mammograms, um, colonoscopy, skin cancer screenings um, because it wasn't essential. So a lot of those appointments got canceled. And so, cancer didn't go away during COVID. We've got to get this whole country back on track to getting their early detection um, when it comes to cancer. And
0: one of the things that I would like to add to, if you don't mind, when you said be your own advocate, I think people don't realize that doctors and nurses are human beings as well, and when you have to be your own advocate, that means if you go or if you call and you say, I think there's something, and even if the first time you get told, no, I don't think there's anything there, if you feel like there might be an issue, you have to advocate for yourself, and you need to go get another diagnosis, you need to go get another test, you can't just go, well, because they are a professional This is an absolute positive.
1: Yes, you can absolutely go seek another opinion. Yeah. Um, Bring it up again. Doctors, you know, have other things on their minds like you said they're humans so they might not be asking the questions that are on your mind so you know if you things of, that you know about in the back of your mind about this or that absolutely if you've got a doctor's appointment coming up maybe write down a few things you want to talk to them about and if they say no that's that's not a big deal don't be afraid to seek another opinion or bring it up again and say no i actually do want this checked out. yeah good okay
0: Audrey Williams with the American Cancer Society. We're talking about Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. The uh, Making Strides walk is going to be Saturday, October 23rd. Activities start at 7. The walk starts at 8. And part of what's going to happen at this year's Making Strides is the Real Men Wear Pink movement. And so we're going to talk next to one of the leaders of that movement locally. Okay, so our next guest is uh, Rashed Fakruddin. And you are one of the kind of the the leaders, the instigators in the Real Men Wear Pink movements uh, here in Nashville. So tell people what that's all about, first of all. So Real Men Wear Pink is uh, part of American Cancer
2: Society's initiative, and they're carried out all throughout the country in all the different chapters. And typically, like in Nashville, this is our fourth year, we have over 50 Men in the community who are passionate about, you know, helping fight breast cancer. And so we commit to several things. One is wearing pink every day. Oh, uh, every day. I every did not realize it. Like oh. I am today. Nice. And so it's to bring about awareness towards breast cancer and raise funds. There's a fundraiser component towards to, to this as well. And so we're tasked for raising $2,500, uh, minimum. And it's really easy. This is my third year. Yeah. And, um, and the thing is about the awareness component, you know, with one in eight women uh, in their lifetime going to detect breast cancer. That's alarming statistic. Yeah. Over a quarter million women are detected every year with yeah. breast cancer and about 40,000 plus die from it. So, you know, just as we are following the COVID, you know, all the statistics in COVID, those first five, six months, and we were so alarmed. I mean, this sounds like the same statistics, it's scary. Uh So as men, although a small minority of men also detect uh, breast cancer, just like a small minority of men are victims of domestic violence, and Mm -hmm. I'm involved in that area with uh, men together. But the overwhelming majority are women. This is unfair, and so men have gotta step up and support the women in their lives, the women in the community. So you know, it's about bringing awareness and fundraising, and also to, once we bring awareness, we want others to reach out to their their network and raise more awareness too. So the more we can just spread the word about it. And what is the awareness besides the statistics? It's, as uh, as uh, Audrey just mentioned, you know, it's about uh, early detection. Get when to get your mammograms if you're av- at average risk. You know, start at around forty. And by 45 to 54, religiously take it every, get it every year. Don't let COVID stop you. Um, and then if you're at risk, you know, check yourself, know your body. You might have to get it earlier and uh, just be aware of your body. Do your self exams and anything out of the norm, go see a doctor and go check because the survival rate, it's, I believe, 93% survival rate. That's great. If you uh, get detected early enough.
0: You know, one of the things I notice is that with movements like The Real Men Wear Pink, what they're doing is taking this out of being just a woman's problem that not very many people talk about. I've seen breast cancer go from something that nobody says anything about except kind of in whispers and in little groups, oh, she has breast cancer, that kind of thing, to men being able to talk about it and not going, well, this is just a woman's issue, this is a woman's problem, and it's just marginalized it's important because men have to step up and people like you are doing that and recognizing its importance.
2: I mean, it impacts all of us. For me, uh, I first got involved, I guess three Octobers ago, and it hit home to me because my cousin, she's my mentor, like a sister to me, my older, uh, cousin and she was diagnosed with breast cancer five years ago and you know I didn't know what all can we do so every year we'd do a walk. Uh, it wasn't making strides another walk mm-hmm. and that was a minute and I was like this when I was approached about being a real men work pink candidate by Jenny, uh, I was like, I need to do more than just one walk a year not to dis- dismiss that. that's important. Yes, but a lot more this is my loved one. And so that's the only that was the r- reason I got involved. And then now knowing this networking of so many people, I've come across women who have thanked me for that fitness crawl, which we'll talk about. Yeah. And finding out about more community members that have been directly impacted, who have ha- lost a loved one, who's gone through chemo, I'm like, okay. As busy as October is with Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and now Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. I mean we live here once in our life so i got it i just gotta suck it in and do i mean just be as busy as possible during this month and actually throughout the year it's like to me it's breast cancer awareness uh, i try to bring awareness not just in october and then my aunt my dearest aunt she got detected just two months ago oh we were all freaking out what will happen and she had surgery and then she was like on the cusp of needing chemo and just got the news last week she won't need chemo. So we're so grateful. Wow. Because my other cousin had to go through chemo. And this is just two people in my life in the last few years. So just think about one in eight women, mm-hmm. how many not just everyone in this in society, but also men. Who are impacted by by the loss or by the struggles of their closest ones?
0: And the outcomes of your two relatives are drastically different than what was expected for outcomes a few decades ago. because yeah. of efforts like this,
2: right? And uh, I I wouldn't have been talking. We've had I've had uh, relatives who have passed away for different reasons, and there's not a lot of talk about it now. With this awareness component com- component, you can talk about it. And you can learn lessons from it. You can teach and uh, teach other people about what to be aware of, and how to prevent. And I mean, you, I mean, you might get cancer, but how to how early detection plays a big role, and how the research component of it can save lives.
0: And the fact that there are things that we can do, yeah. to reduce our risk factors right. for getting various cancers, yes. including breast cancer. Right. I remember when my grandmother passed away from breast cancer, like a long time ago. Th- The family wasn't even really sure if it was contagious. They burned her mattress. Wow. See what I'm saying? And that was not that long ago. Yeah. It was just in recent history that they just didn't know. And with all the research and with all the talk about it and making it public that you can now look information up online and learn more from the cancer.org website right. or others. Our entire awareness is shifting. There are not as many families left without a loved one right. because we do have better options. Yeah. Now, what is the fitness crawl and how is that helping Rashed Okay. So fitness crawl is something
2: uh, I put together, helped put together last year, partnering with uh, 17 fitness studios mm-hmm. and the intent. I'll, I'll be honest. There's like, coming in different angles. Primarily it's to raise awareness and funds for breast cancer, for Real Men Wear Pink's uh, initiative through American Cancer Society to really fight breast cancer support research, bring about awareness and survivor support. But the other component of it is to get people to live a healthy and, uh, life, especially during COVID. I had three and to step foot inside a fitness studio. I had three fitness studio owners and some, I do a lot of fitness. And have a lot of friends in the fitness uh in in the fitness industry and i saw three of them shut down and i for me personally i've been going out working out and it keeps you healthy but also gives you a healthy frame of mind true and uh during COVID, that was a time where you need we needed it more than ever and our fitness studios were out there for us so so, this year we partnered with Nashville Scene Magazine and Nashville Fit Magazine, and with uh, in partnership with 17 fitness studios. Oh. And they're providing free or donation based classes to get you into the studio and to support Real Men Wear Pink. Nice. And so, some of these studios, I'll mention them, we have uh, several yoga studios such as uh, Bend and Zen H- 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 Hot Yoga. We have. Um, new power yoga and bar we have shakti power yoga and yoga mutts and then we have uh, several pilates studios such as marathon pilates meliora movement and studio pilates nashville then we have three bar three locations in nashville and brentwood and then we have actually nashville ballet the uh, committee i serve on in their dei initiatives and they have dance fix which is a dance and then they have nashville ballet and then we have Cycle Bar, we have Hotbox, and then we have Orange 3 Fitness. Four of their studios are supporting this. And what
0: did you say? The D-E-
2: DEI is Diversity Equity Initiative. I serve on the National Ballet's uh, initiative there.
0: Oh, that's what Audrey was talking about earlier. Uh, diversity, Equi- equity, equity and
2: inclusion.
0: To make sure that everybody... Mm-hmm. Has equal chances to get what they need in their right.
2: lives, and physically. they're offering uh, free classes that day to come inside the studio. Good, and uh, try it out, and, and donate whatever you want. It's option. I mean, it's an option, a nice option.
0: I like that, and it goes to the Real Men Wear Pink right. initiative for the American Cancer Society. Exactly. And so, do you go to all of these places and work out?
2: Oh yes. Well, uh, pretty much. I'll, <laughs> I'll stop by. They're all friends, and so that's what when you build relationships, build community. And uh, I just happen to gravitate towards good, kind people like Audrey's here, yourself, Anna-Marie. And that keeps me going to do more. And so uh, I can vouch for every one of these studios are very welcoming. They're very supportive. When I reached out to them, they didn't hesitate to say, yes, I'm on board. Even though they may have been going through some struggles. At one point last year, they were like, no, we're going to give back to the community. So that speaks volumes for these the fitness community and quite frankly it's very safe and uh quite contrary to if people think oh you're enough f- you're not like in a gym breathing breathing down each other mm-hmm. they have so many protocols to Good. keep it safe And they're just, you feel good when you come out of these studios.
0: That's great. And where can we find information about all all of the studios involved and the dates involved? Just search
2: for Nashville Real Men Wear Pink, and uh, you'll find our campaign. And then you can look under my name, Rashad Fakrudin. Okay. And under there, I have all that information.
0: Perfect. And we're almost out of time, but I wanted to ask you, is there anything else in particular, Rashed, that you want to make sure and say that I've neglected to ask you about either the American Cancer Society, about uh, what you're doing to help making strides against breast cancer or the Real Men Wear Pink program?
2: So a couple of things real quick. Keep in mind this Real Men Wear Pink campaign. It's it's just it's like it become a fraternity, a brotherhood. With the other uh, folks who are in, involved. Like, I've become really great friends with Derek Mason. Mm-hmm. And now uh, Kevin Dyson's co chairing it. And after yesterday's Titans game, who wouldn't want to be, uh, you know, friends with recalling, remember the Titans, some of the greats of the Titans like Derek Mason and Kevin Dyson. We have our our version of Dr. Fauci, Alex Jahangir. Yes. He's actually a a real man or a pink candidate. I love him so much. We have the founder of uh, Everybody Versus Racism, uh, Dr. Gerald, uh, just a whole bunch of people. Website. And go try out as many fitness studios as you can yes. to stay healthy. Sure. A- and uh, and we do have some uh, door prizes for those who try them out.
0: And could I read this quote that you brought for us today before we wrap up, Rashad? Yes, most certainly. So now who is this who made this? Area Maslow?
2: Yeah, she's, uh, she was an instructor at Cycle Bar and taught the benefit ride last year.
1: Oh,
0: okay. So she was part of the fitness crawl last year. Yes. Had she been diagnosed at that point?
2: No, she had already been a survivor. And a survivor? Yes.
0: Okay, so she says, movement was such a crucial part of my life in all stages of my recovery. I learned to connect to my body including the challenges, the changes, and the strength that showed up for me every single day. This fitness crawl, she loves what you're doing. This fitness crawl is such an incredible effort to celebrate this connection, raise awareness, and bring our community together to fight for and support the many that are impacted by breast cancer. What a lovely quote. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, and you can see that in Nashville Fit Magazine. Yes. In an article that you wrote, Rashad. Yes. Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for what you do for our community. Thank you, Anna Marie. We're going to put all the links and all the information on our Focus Facebook page so you can get that and find out more information about the Real Men Wear Pink initiative, about the fitness crawl, and about making strides against breast cancer and the American Cancer Society. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus.